Good morning, everyone. This is Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson with today's Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast. We took a break last week because I was serving with my church in Puerto Rico, but now that I am back on the mainland, we are going to resume our podcast. I left our last podcast by saying that I was going to do a special uh, podcast the next time regarding um, moms and weddings. Um, But instead of doing that today, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, what I learned Um, as a student manager in the game of basketball and how that has affected how I view marriage. So uh, I am going to address um, something that I feel passionate about in regards to weddings and mothers uh, in a few weeks. Uh, But today I'm going to talk a little bit about what I learned um, from basketball in regards to marriage. Uh, I'm an author uh, for StartMarriageRight.com. And uh, last week, uh, the article was released, What Basketball Taught Me About Marriage. And I want to talk a little bit about the article uh, because um, I have uh, two loves in my life. uh, Well, three, really. Uh, Jesus, my wife and family, and basketball. And I grew up a son of a coach. I've been around the game for um, almost uh, 30 years now. And uh, taking what I've learned from basketball and applying it to marriage is not only something that I see as fun, but also see it as something that is beneficial. So um, I'm going to read a passage of Scripture from Galatians 6, 9. Uh, Paul wrote, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. For at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I think it's hard in our marriages uh, sometimes to not grow weary um, because uh, marriage can be extremely difficult work. And sometimes when you're in the thick of a crucible season, when you're working through a hard time, you wonder, is this worth it? But again, Paul says, do not become weary in doing good, that a harvest is coming if you don't give up. So what do I apply that passage to basketball and marriage? I was a freshman in college, and it was a 12.45 a.m. Saturday morning. We had just got hammered uh, by an opposing Division I opponent by 32 points. Again, remind you, it was 12.45 a.m., We had just gotten back to the arena and our head coach scheduled practice for 8 a.m. the next morning. I was extremely upset because no one, after getting beat by 32 points, wanted to be at practice early the next morning. And I was just a manager. I can't imagine how the players felt. But I sent my dad an email once I realized we were going to have practice, and here's what it said. I said, Dad, we got crushed tonight. We were overmatched and our execution was awful. We just got back to the arena and our guys are exhausted. Coach has scheduled practice for 8 a.m. tomorrow, Dad. What is he thinking? And then here's what my dad said. He said, I'm sure Coach has a reason for what he is doing. He's teaching them how to win, and sometimes that's a hard thing to do. Teams who have never won before don't understand that it takes effort day in and day out to build a championship team. Coach knows what he's doing. Those words from my dad that teams who have never one before, don't understand that it takes effort day in and day out to build a championship team, uh, became forever etched in my mind. Because I think what Galatians 6 teaches us in regards to not being weary and doing good, and what my dad's words uh, teach us in regards to uh, staying uh, the course when times get tough, is that marriage requires day in and day out effort. Um, And sometimes Uh, that commitment, that day in and day out effort in regards to marriage, uh, isn't going to feel sexy or wonderful. Um, It's often going to be a practical and devoted decision when you feel nothing. So sometimes when marriage gets tough, sometimes when you're in a crucible season um, and you feel nothing for your spouse, 
I encourage you to think back to your wedding day. Think back to the commitment that you made, the covenant commitment that you made uh, to love that person through good and bad, through sickness and in health, through rich and poor. Uh, that's a covenant. That's a commitment. And sometimes commitment uh, is just a dogged uh, decision that you're going to stay committed to that person even when uh, you don't feel like it. Um, my wife and I will sometimes look at each other and say very sincerely, I love you, but I don't like you right now. Um, and, and I think that is when commitment uh, is the strongest, when it is the most needed. When we may not have an emotional connection to our spouse, but we're going to stay committed through the hard work of marriage uh, in order to get to the other side and be even more connected. Um, so we must stay committed. And in, in, again, in the words of Galatians 6, uh, to not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest. And, and if we can stay committed during the difficult times, staying committed during the difficult times will actually produce marital growth. Again, the last part of that passage is, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Um, teams that stay committed through December and January, the mundane parts of the basketball season, are teams that have a tendency to make runs in March because they're laying the groundwork through that commitment, through the hard work, when maybe they're exhausted, when maybe they're tired, um, to make a good run in March because although they may not feel excited, they may not uh, be embracing the middle part of the season when things have a tendency to drag on, that commitment is going to build better resiliency as a team and that's going to make them stronger come tournament time. The, the same is true for marriage. Um, the formula for successful teams is the same for a successful marriage. Commitment through difficult times produce resiliency, which results in a stronger marriage. Commitment through difficult times produces resiliency, which results in a stronger marriage. And the last thing I would say is, you know, I was talking to my dad at 1245 a.m., and there's just a practical reality when it comes to marriage. Sometimes we're going to find ourselves in a 1245 a.m. conversation. Now, Scripture says don't let the sun go down where you're angry. It does not say to resolve every problem before you're going to sleep. So there are going to be times when you're, when you're going to need to talk about uh, something that's weighing on your marriage and it's going to be late into the night or early in the morning. But hear me say this. If you find yourself growing too exhausted to engage in respectful conversation, pause the conversation and commit to re-engaging in the morning with fresher minds and fresher hearts. So what did basketball teach me in regards to marriage? It taught me that sometimes uh, marriage requires a day-in and day-out effort when, when there is no feeling there that staying committed to the difficult times will produce marital growth and resiliency. And basketball also taught me that uh, sometimes you just need a 12.45 a.m. conversation to work through some difficult times. Uh, I want to leave you with this. That same team that I was worried about uh, went on to win three straight NCAA conference champions, uh, championships and went on to three state straight NCAA tournaments. And there was a great uh, deal of relief and celebration when we went on that run. Again, I don't think that run would have been possible unless we'd have stayed committed through the hard times. Please stay committed through the hard times of your marriage. Because holding hands at the age of 80 while celebrating a lifetime of commitment and devotion may not uh, give you a trophy, but staying committed and holding hands at the age of 80 while seeing your grandkids and your great-grandkids playing in the front yard uh, is going to be greater than any championship any sport can offer. Um, so stay committed through the hard times. Understand that Galatians 6 says that if, if we stay committed, if we um, do not grow weary at the proper time, we will reap a harvest. That, 
is true for our faith, and that's also true for our marriages. This is Paul Gibson with Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family. If you have any questions, you can email me at revdrpaulgibson at gmail.com. I'm sorry, R-E-V-D-R-P-A-U-L-G-I-B-S-O-N at gmail.com. You guys have a good day.